You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. Hello, everyone, and Bing is for doing, and today we are doing another episode of Once Upon a Time right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and joining me today is the smiling Tiana Hobson. Hello. Hello, everyone. Having some technical difficulties and some brain farts, but great way to kick off an after show. Yes. It's real life. This is real life, people. (laughs) It's like a reality show in here right now. And then sitting next to Tiana is Kaori Take. Hi, guys. <laughs> and running the ones and twos tonight is our other host, Marissa What's Serafini. What's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> um, so, recapping tonight, Nasty Habits, Season 3, Episode 4. And we also have a very special guest, hopefully calling into the show later. Sounds like he's calling in right now. Dylan Schmidt is... Uh, I don't know, I guess. I believe we have Dylan. Cool. Hello. Yes. Hi. Uh, Hello? Yes. Can you hear us? Yes. Cool. Um, So, Dylan, you play Young Bay on the show, and you were heavily featured in tonight's episode. So, um, what's it like on set? Um, Well, this episode was, I thought, one of the most funnest to play because there was so much going on, and there was so much emotion in this episode. So much crying. (laughs) There was a lot of crying. Yeah, like, every second you'd see someone be crying. So it was was pretty emotional. It was Mm -hmm. great. And, I mean, you have been in past episodes of Once Upon a Time, but this was really, this episode was really centered around your character. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> was it more exciting to be uh, featured more, I guess? Um, I, I guess so. I mean, I guess so. You've watched the episode, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I just did. Okay, cool. Are, are you, I, this is a strange question, are you a Once Upon a Time fan, or are you just enjoying being part of the, the cast? Either way. Oh, enjoyable. no, yeah, I, I would definitely be a fan if, if I wasn't involved. <laughs> Awesome. And um, a lot of your scenes tonight were with Robert Carlyle. Can you talk to us about what it's like working with, you know, actors of his caliber? Once again, like uh, getting back to work with him. Yeah, I know. That was great. Um, it was great because I hadn't seen Robert in quite a long time. And uh, uh, I have I have uh, got quite a relationship with him. So working with him once again was uh a great experience because, you know, he is like a legend. He's one of the best actors I've known and seen on TV. So, um, has he given you any sort of advice since you are, you know, there's a lot of adults on the set Mm -hmm. and then, you know, you have you guys coming in, the younger kids, um, have any of them kind of been giving you pointers for your career and whatnot? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Here and there. 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there any advice that he, specifically that he's given you? Um, no, not really. But you know, if times get rough on set, he has helped me out quite a bit with you know just taking a deep breath and relaxing and knowing you know that I've got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, y- you know, it, he's he's been there, so it's good to have him on set and have someone to uh, help me out. Yeah, and things can definitely get intense, especially tonight's episode was so dramatic. Um, Is that harder to play? Sorry? Is that harder to play than, like, a comedic role? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I have always really liked uh, more drama scripts Mm -hmm. and uh, scripts with, like, lots of meaning and lots of emotion. But... I, I don't think it was harder to play. No, it was just more intense. I'll say, yeah, in a different way. Definitely. Um, I, I, I gotta ask, uh, knowing that you're a oncer as well, obviously, who is your favorite character other than yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you know, yeah. Please, 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 please. No, um, um. I don't really know how to answer that because every character in the show has a different meaning mm. and everyone's important in their own way. I like that. Um, so I don't really have a specific character that I like because everyone kind of works together. So, yeah, mm. I mean, everyone's great. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't have a specific character because there's so many, do you, do you actually yeah. have a favorite fairy tale or folklore mm. story that is involved yeah. in Once Upon a Time? Yeah, actually, Peter Pan was, was oh. one of my childhood favorite. Um, How yeah. fitting! <laughs> <laughs> what about Peter Pan? Um, like, what about it? Was as, it just that it was a story like that it? you grew up, you know, watching or? Oh yeah, hearing? yeah. It was definitely a story that I grew up liking the best out of most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to know, you guys have a. a tutor on set, right? Um, no, actually. Oh, you don't? I don't think I've, I've ever had one for once upon a time, no. Oh, wow. Uh, because it was filmed, I think it was filmed like the summer or, I don't actually know why. Okay. I don't know, it's oh. a good question. Because we've heard that, uh, we've had some other people on and I know that Jared Gilmore also has like, he has a tutor on set, but maybe that's just yeah, when they're yeah. filming in, the during school year. school year. Yeah. But, um, yeah. so what is it like on set? Is it just, I, I mean, it was so, it's crazy because I feel like, you know, we see all these trees and stuff, especially in tonight's episode, you weren't in the, those scenes, but there are just like yeah. things everywhere. And it looks like, it doesn't look like Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but I, are the sets like as elaborate as they look on, on screen? Um, definitely. In fact, when you're really there on set, uh, like for the premiere of season two, uh, the sets for that were just beautiful. Like you'd have no, you, you, you'd, you'd only be able to know if you'd been there and saw it. It felt real. Like everything was so like massive or detailed. The, the, the props have done so good with uh, sets and, and works and stuff like all that kind of stuff. So everything was just looked so real. Um. So I'm looking at your Twitter right now. Stalker. <laughs> 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 And uh, I, I see this dog. Is this your dog? And if you and if so, does <laughs> do you take him with you or her with you? Uh, is it is it white? Yes, yeah, the white dog. 
the light. Yeah, that, that's Hercules. Oh, awesome! Oh, what a great name. Is that also one of your favorite stories? Hercules and Pegasus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be cool yeah. to see that in Once Upon a Time. Yeah. My favorite stories as well. Um, who, who would you like to see added to the cast or feature, like from your from other fairy tales? Like, what's the storyline that you would like to see on the show? Huh. Um, honestly, I want to see more of Peter Pan. That even though it's already been kind of bringing up and all that, I really like that idea. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, I really like where they're taking him. Mm-hmm. And it seems like we're going to see a lot more of your character through the rest of the season. At least I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, yeah. too. <laughs> Do you know if you'll Hopefully. be back tomorrow? <laughs> any, any spoiler offerings? <laughs> Just kidding. But not really. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, I, I honestly have no idea what's what's going on or what's going to happen. So Okay. They're still yeah. filming right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Dylan, thank you so much for calling in. Um, um, are there any yeah, other no are there any other projects that you want to tell us about that you're working on or any any shows? Or yeah, anything? I do. Um, I have an upcoming Disney movie that I just filmed called Bunks. Cool. Uh, it's coming out October 27th at 8 p.m. on Disney XD. Oh, that's cool. How was yeah, it like filming that? Be great. Sorry. How, what was it like filming that? Oh, this one was much different. I'd never done anything like it. It was uh, it was more of a comedy uh, type movie, so it, it was a different step into my career. Definitely, can you tell really us? Had to you know step out of the box. Yeah, like what was your character? Yeah. And... Can you tell us about the project? Yeah, I can. Um, it's about uh, me and my brother. We're both O'Reillys, and we end up getting like in a fight with our parents and we've done a bunch of bad stuff so they send us to boot camp instead we switch name tags the two of the boys and go to a different camp called bushwhacked and uh yeah. then we meet up with a bunch of misfits and there's teams and we just do a bunch of you know uh team games and stuff and <laughs> there's a zombie apocalypse that happens and <laughs> oh wow yeah, it's pretty crazy yeah that is not this. the traditional yeah. summer camp. That by sounds any like means. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any dream roles that you'd like to do in the future? Oh yes, definitely. Um, I really want to work with Zach Galifianakis. He's okay. one of my favorite actors. That's uh, hilarious. I can or, see that. I'm really into shows like Tim and Eric and stuff like that. I, I find that stuff really funny. Um, yeah, doing doing a role with like Zach Galifianakis or Owen Wilson would be a dream come true for sure. Wow. Do you have any um, career like uh, I don't know like role models for your career, people that you want to kind of be like in the industry? Um, it, it it's kind of changed over time. Yeah. But uh, really, my my role model now is. Actually, Robert, Robert Carlyle. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but what, so he's probably really awesome on set, isn't he? He's my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard you guys, uh, you and Robert had, had some moments where you actually improvised your own, own lines. Or were, are there any scenes or particular moments you could tell tell us that you improvised? Um, I mean, every scene, like, every scene I guess, with us working together, there is a little bit of um, us improvising, but not not too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool that the creators let you guys 
be that creative mm-hmm. in scenes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do you have any advice for other young actors your age that are wanting to get into this industry and be on big name shows or television uh, television shows or big movies? Do you have any good advice for them that you've learned from these seasoned actors you're working with right now? Um, well, my advice personally, uh, I, I just think, it, I mean, it's been said so many times and it's it's been repeated by different people and, you know, most actors are like, yeah, I get it, it's been, I've been told it before, but, you know, just you, you just got to be yourself. It, it sounds cheesy and I, I learned, I learned a different way, but, you know, you just got to be yourself and uh, play the roles you want to uh, and never give up, really. Yeah. I completely agree with all of those things. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dylan, thank you so much for calling in today. And, of course, to our listeners, uh, make sure to watch, what was it, it Bunks, October Bunks, yeah. 27th on Disney XD. At 8 p.m., yeah. 8 p.m. Cool. Well, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank we, you, guys. We can follow you on Twitter at, uh, what, what's your Twitter? Dylan Reishmid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm following. I got you. (laughs) So everyone follow him there. (laughs) Dylan Reishman. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. He's so sweet. Yeah. He's really sweet. He's adorable. I I didn't even get to see his face, but he's just. (laughs) I mean, you saw it it earlier on the episode, so. It's just nice when, you know. I see his face when, on Twitter. Yeah, when <laughs> when young people are still nice and sweet and mm-hmm. you know in the industry as well, like, like very down you to can earth. Tell, yeah, and, he's down to earth. He's got yeah. his head on his shoulders still. He's not. Yeah, he's got stuff Mr. going Big on. Time. That's awesome. Yeah, catch him on bunks. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he has a cute dog. Apparently, he's yeah. Such a cute <laughs> dog. Stalker. I'm a dog freak. <laughs> so uh, let's get into tonight's episode. Before we do that, I just want to mention that if you're watching us on YouTube, then please take two seconds, go over to our iTunes page, just type in After Buzz TV. You can subscribe uh, to the Once Upon a Time podcast. We also have about 55 other shows a week right now. So if you're a fan of anything on television. Um, then definitely check that out. And if you could take two seconds to just rate and comment, uh, we would be your best friends forever. We got two amazing reviews uh, this past week, so I just want to shout them out. Totally Addicted 05 and Ballerina Becky. Thank you so much for the reviews. You're awesome. Thank you. Yeah, they were really nice reviews, too. Yeah. They make me smile when I read them. Yeah. <laughs> she read them awesome multiple names. times. Too. Yeah. Awesome <laughs> names. And awesome names, too. And everyone on YouTube, thank you for commenting. Yes. Um, we love keeping the conversation oh going throughout the week because you guys sometimes have way better ideas than us. And <laughs> and then some of your ideas spark ideas in me that I then text to everyone here who's like, oh, wait, we said that on the show the week you were here. And then I'm like, oh, dang. Okay, cool. It's like, thanks for watching us <laughs> when you weren't there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, tonight's episode, (laughs) heavily featuring Neverland yet again, um, there were a lot of flashbacks as well. Let's start off uh, talking about Neverland, the whole Save Henry crew. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Emma, Hook, Mary Margaret, David, Regina, and now Tinkerbell. The crew doesn't know how to get off the island, and it seems like they're going to be stuck there a really, really, really long time. Tinkerbell even says, no one comes unless he, or no one leaves unless he lets you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Neil is the only one to ever have escaped the island. Hook takes them to where 
They lived, hope to find a clue of how to get off, um, and they find a map, but unfortunately the only person that can read it is Neil, and they assume him to be dead. That was so sad because, you know, you we know as the audience that he's still alive, mm-hmm. and so to see... Emma break down the way she did with her parents and to hear all the stories of, oh, well, we find this map, but then we can't use it because he's dead. I just wanted him to run through the jungle at that moment yeah. like with Henry in his arms and just a total cartoon moment of them walking out and him just running into them and then falling out. Honestly, like, falling biggest island island arm. Arm. Yeah. The, the pace that this episode and the previous episodes had been going, I kind of expected Neil to come out of mm-hmm. the jungle yeah. and be like, yo, I'm here. Yeah. So it was a little sad. I kept yelling at the screen. I was like, he's not dead, Emma. Yeah. He's not <laughs> dead. We did a lot of yelling at the screen mm-hmm. tonight. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. And it is really sad. Um, but I liked, um, sorry to cut you off. I liked getting to see where Bay was because we did know that when he first got there, Hook had him. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we knew that the shadow or Peter was looking mm-hmm. for him. We saw that whole interaction. So it was kind of cool to see his little hideout, so that makes me think that even when he left Hook, he didn't immediately go hang out with, hang the, lost out with the Lost Boys. Right. He was still on the island fending for himself. Or if he did hang out with the Lost Boys, he escaped that and was hiding out, trying to figure out a way to mm-hmm. get off the island. I said it last week, but again, this week is very reminiscent of Lost episodes. And mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's mm-hmm. the jungle or the island or, you know, or the writer. all Creatures. these references to Lost things. <laughs> I know. But, uh, but the fact trying to get off the island. Yeah. 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 Um, so Emma's very upset, ends up running away, and this causes Mary Margaret to be even more upset because she can't comfort her own daughter, and there to console her is David, who she says to him, if you died, I don't know how I would move on. Which, which unfortunately, he is dying. dying. He's dying, and she doesn't know. And we don't know. He's lasted a really long time he with has. this poison in him. That's, well, they this, said last uh, episode. Hook said the poison will last a few days to a week, maybe. And yeah. we don't know how much time has passed because True. it's never daytime. Yeah. No, it's all there's no sunlight all in dark. Neverland right now. It's dark. It's like Alaska right this now. This could have been less than 24 hours. Yeah, it could have been two hours later for all we know. Could be Alaska. <laughs> yeah, isn't that well, where it's like dark all the time for a little I think while? It's like, yeah, or, no, uh, they get the sun. They get the sunlight in Alaska. Yeah. For Antarctica. Okay. That I know there's yeah. like six months of pure darkness. Yeah. So I mean, Neverland's kind of like that right now, which is weird because in the book for um, Peter Pan, when Peter's away, the island is dark and it's always yeah. nighttime. And then when he comes back is when the su- is when the island comes alive, is how they describe it in the book. The yeah. island comes back to life and the sun's out and everyone's happy and playful. And- I might be... But the thing is, Peter Pan's on the island and the sun's, yeah, not, and the sun's there. not there. So because in the books, Peter Pan's a nice guy and in this, he's an awful, awful, awful boy. I, <laughs> I might be the only person thinking this, but I think um, that David is a little selfish I think so. for not telling her that he is dying or that he's been wounded because I know he's trying to be altruistic about it and say it would change her actions right but I mean she every episode since he's gotten poisoned he's been um, she's been emphasizing how much she needs him and mm-hmm. yet he's that's still writing <laughs> but, I mean the yeah. writing makes him selfish yeah you know? I think that it's not that he's trying to, you know, let her go on. I think that the reason why he is doing that is to save Henry. I know, I know. It's like not, his yeah. intentions are good, yeah. but ultimately, it, it's going to backfire and it's going to hurt 
Mary Margaret I mean, and I Emma. I really don't think he's going to die. I mean, as far as their as far as their concern, Emma thinks that Neil's dead. Do you think she wants to lose her father? And it just there's yeah. something's got to change. He's got to tell someone yeah. at some point because at this moment it is a little selfish, especially to make Hook keep the secret. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hook isn't exactly known for his good morals. I love, but <laughs> I love Hook's look when but, he, he's like, "Yeah, you're poison." <laughs> we learned tonight yeah. one of the things that Hook taught Neil is how to keep secrets and the importance of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, he's he's a pirate. He's going to stick Loose by his words. Sink ships. That's a, sure. Did you come up with that on your own? <laughs> no, that's a, that's that's a, a military idiom. term. Yeah. Oh. That's an idiom. Yeah. Okay, never heard but, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it's not you. good enough because you haven't heard it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> so uh, one of the flashbacks that we see in tonight's episode is Young Bay, which we just got to talk to Dylan yes. Schmidt himself, which was really cool. Dylan Gray Schmidt. Yeah. You gotta get that. <laughs> I mean, if you get the Twitter. You gotta, you gotta get that Ray in there. Yeah. Um, so he is <laughs> very unhappy with Rumple during this entire episode. It's kind of like the, re- reminds me of the Teenage Rebellion, but your parents are actually awful, so it's just <laughs> that much more rebellion. Um, but the Pied Piper comes to town and is looking for kids in the village. Um, this masked figure is what we learn it looks like, and uh, turns out that it's Pan. Right. Kind of cool to incorporate you know, these make- two stories about taking kids. Yeah. I liked how they lumped them together. I liked mm-hmm. how it was the pipe that, you know, he plays because Peter Pan and, and yep. everything is always playing that thing. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice kind of wrap up. Yeah. But the minute they said Peter, uh, the Pied Piper, I was like, well, we know Peter Pan plays that. Right. Pipe well, Marissa, not and everyone's as smart as you. Okay. It took some of us a little longer. <laughs> the P alliteration is kind of. Yeah, again, took some of us a little longer. Okay. Well. <laughs> took until they revealed who it oh, was to right. figure it out. You got Whoa. it at the end. That long, really? <laughs> well, remember I thought, I was like, oh, maybe it's Bay who's luring the kids because he said he wanted oh, yeah, friends. Oh, yeah, he did. So I was like, oh, he did this to get friends. But you have gotten He's a lot of predictions creepy. right, though, yeah. so it's okay. <laughs> so okay I'm slow sometimes. <laughs> it happens. Another thing which we had suspected in past episodes but was confirmed tonight is that Pan and Rumpel have a history. Yeah. We've got a little bit of it, but we don't really have all the pieces yet. So it'll be interesting. Was Rumpel a lost boy? I, Tiana's prediction that we had already predicted. Like it. it sounds like it. Sounds with like that it. doll and everything. They were young together, but I want to know how Peter betrayed him mm-hmm. or how he thinks that he betrayed him. Because- but that's interesting, too, because uh, Peter does coin the phrase lost, the term lost boy in this episode as yeah. an older Rumple is talking to him. He's like, oh, don't you like that? So yeah. I don't know how that works out. If he's a lost boy, it might have existed. It should have existed before the term was coined or did was that the first time that peter started taking boys maybe he did say that it was lonely on the island Mm -hmm. yeah and he needed friends he was in neverland and that's why he didn't age but maybe he didn't have anyone there and or maybe it was just him and rumple at some point and then and then rumple left because they got in a fight and then this is when to get back at him he takes wants to take me or bay and ends up taking a bunch of other kids along with him. Yeah, and I mean, we saw also with Rumpel not taking the deal that Peter offered him that that's going to come back to haunt him because he was there for Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things that was confusing, but, you know, watching this episode, it made a lot more sense, is that 
it looked like since Bay was around the fire dancing with the Lost Boys, Peter Pan had lured him out, um, was that that was when Peter was going to take him. But we learn, we know from several episodes back um, at the end of last season, actually, that Pan doesn't take him until he gets to... Uh, until he's away from, um, to London. Until he's the, in London, With yeah. the darling. Until right. so he's truly a lost boy, and his father had betrayed him. Another thing that we learned from this scene is that the pipe, you can only hear the songs if you feel unloved and abandoned. So Lost and yeah. lonely. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sad. That's a lot of boys in one village who feel alone. Because, you know, kids, they, they, they don't appreciate their parents sometimes. Sometimes. And it's, <laughs> it's interesting because, you know. Sometimes you have awful parents who are Bay, dark yeah. magic. Well, here's the thing, though. Bay does have a very awful father. However, his he father loves him. loves him so much. And it sucks because I feel like that's where the misunderstanding occurs. And that's kind of yes. what makes him darker. It's like, oh. It's kind of like Regina with Henry during the first season. She yeah. loved him so much that it actually was pushing him it away. It was kind of his yeah. savior. It's kind of his savior. Bay slash Neil is his, his, his possible way to be good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this deal that we were talking about, Pan ends up saying, you know, you can let Bay decide whether he wants to come with me or whether he wants to stay with you, and then you'll truly know. But your biggest fear is being abandoned yourself, or not that he'll be taken, but that you'll be abandoned by him. And because that is what, because so many people have, have abandoned like his him. Father. They keep bringing up his father and mm-hmm. abandoning him. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see in what way his father. Abandoned yeah, him. Was it from? What if Pan was his? No, <laughs> no, that's that not possible. Really too much. <laughs> that goes that route. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Bay says to Rumple, "I would have ended up choosing you, but you didn't trust me. You mm-hmm. didn't trust me." And then, yeah. So we know later down the line, very soon after this scene, is when Rumple ended up choosing the dagger over Bay. Yes. And not going down that portal with him. To the non-magic London. Yeah. And just a fun fact that I pulled up on my phone right now about the Pied Piper of Hamlin, which they did reference that town. It's a German um, folk tale, I guess. Or It's the subject of a legend concerning the departure or death of a great number of children from the town I, of Hamlin yeah. in Germany in the Middle Ages. So It's actually really creepy. Yeah. I mean, they you know, they always say that most of our fairy tales and songs... Mm-hmm or whatever, come from, like, a depressing thing, like, mm-hmm. Ring Around the Rosie. Yeah. I never yeah. knew that the Pied Piper was about yeah. some real mm-hmm. stuff that happened with a bunch of kids. And folklore it's stories kind are of, usually yeah. dark. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, grim fairy tales and whatnot. Read The they're, Sleeping they're Beauty dark. reality. Yeah, it's like, it's the so one scary. that I remember is the Pied Piper dancing around, and everyone's having fun. I never thought he was good news. He always creeped me out. Um, But in real life, ironically, there are pitches of whistles that only kids can hear. So there no. is some truth to that. And then yep. once you get older, you're not able to hear that high of a frequency anymore. So, Like doggies. Yeah. Yeah. Could be like know. a kid whistle. <laughs> yeah. That's probably not a good thing to have on the market. Come here, boy. <laughs> it's, it's dangerous. Dangerous stuff. Happy Kelly, that's how you're going to call your future children. Um, maybe in future episodes we'll see Pan have a unmarked white vehicle that just says free ice cream on the side. <laughs> 
Oh, that's that terrible. might be a little too that modern. Is that, is, I mean, that is terrible. I mean, that's pretty much what he was doing at this point. Just back in the day, they didn't have cars or ice cream or ice cream. They use magical flute. Yeah, so a magical. <laughs> what flute. a shame! The world with no ice cream. And it reminded me of Hocus Pocus because Marissa. Oh, I know. I, I know thought you were the exact with me on the Hocus thing Pocus with, thing. Like, creepy music. Yeah, the creepy kids music out. luring uh-huh. kids out. You know, come little children. Uh, yes, yeah. so scary. Perfect for Halloween. Um, so let's talk about. All grown up Neil, he's in Neverland now, and he gets captured by Felix. Ends up getting free because Felix doesn't know how to tie knots, and knocks him out. And then, I feel like I have a Canadian accent now that we talked to him. You did say out, just a little bit Canadian there. Um, and then ends up meeting up with Rumple. Um, Rumple is still having visions of Belle, and reminds him that Henry will be his downfall. And he ends up t- setting off to find Peter Pan and Henry, but for with good intentions. Yes. Um, ends up meeting up with Bay along the or Neil along the way, and thinks he's a vision too. This was a scary scene. Yeah, it got it got real real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bay ends up calling Rumple really Papa real real that quick. Sounds great. Um, I, I didn't mean to say it like that. That was great though. I liked it. Bay ends up calling Rumple Papa, and that's kind of the trigger where Rumple realizes this isn't a vision. This is actually my son. So cute. Every yeah. time he goes, Papa. It's like, oh, you're so cute. He, he hasn't called him that in a really, a really long, long time. time. But I want to talk about these visions that Rumple's been having. Is he willingly having the visions of Belle, or is this something to do with Neverland's magic? Think, and the yeah, hold that yeah. it has on people. I think it would be a combo. The, the island, the the magic, and then Rumple is so powerful and whatnot. He can conjure up his own and so-called dream. It's, it's not like Bella is doing anything bad to yeah. him. She's yeah. always encouraging him. But, and well, Bella's the more of his inner conscience kind of. Well, yeah, it seems yeah. like a voice of reason. The almost. way, yeah. yeah, the way I see it is the island is kind of it gets emphasized based on what you believe in, and Rumple right now needs a belief that he can be good, and that is Bell. That's mm-hmm. that's his believe in him conscious so that's why it kind of gets conjured by the combo of the magic of the island mixed with what rumple needs and his magic i want to see yeah. her back in storybrook i want to see what she's doing and what she's up to i want to see think? storybrook we'll get yeah. that in a eventually. couple more episodes yeah. they did say we're gonna mm-hmm. okay we're gonna see storybrook good storybrook. but yeah. and but bell does tell to rumple that uh habits can be broken because rumple keeps saying that he's a bad guy but he's trying to change his yeah. ways that's the and Bell's belief. being that encouraging well, voice inside of his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the self-preservation thing that he's got going on. He needs to change that. I mean, I, and he got that feeling at the end of the episode where he felt like, maybe I can't change. And that was because he was tarnished by his own son. I mean, no one else can hurt him as much as what, when Neil rejects him for the upteenth time. But the time. best way to prove anyone wrong is a selfless act. So, but he couldn't prove even, it. I know, but even if he comes in at the end of the day and still makes the sacrifice, yeah. even if he's gone and dead, at least he will die knowing that his sacrifice proved to Neil that mm-hmm. he was a good person. Yeah, yeah just hopefully and, in the future he can prove it. Yeah, and Rumpel kept saying tonight that uh, he's willing to sacrifice himself to save Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, like, but twice. at the end of the episode, it seemed like the self-preservation mode was well, turned back I th- on. I think, yeah, because he was so hurt by Neil, but I yeah. still think there's a chance for you, and Rumpel. I just think that Rumpel needs to realize that Neil is very hurt. Yeah. I mean, he's, there's a lot of... He, 
really bad things you can't yeah. expect to be forgiven overnight. Did. I mean, yeah. you got to think about Sorry. it. Like, Neil will always be his baby boy. So in front of his father, he will always kind of revert to being a child and do child things. Like, I don't want to forgive you, Papa, you know. Granted, he's done a lot of bad things, but. Yeah. I just feel like as soon as. Forgive, but don't forget. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Bay or Neil didn't want to forgive him, and so I think it's smart that Neil didn't want to forgive him yeah. because even though we see that side to Rumple, no one else does. We don't see him having these talks with his conscience, and that's what uh-huh. Neil sees as well. He doesn't, he doesn't see that side to him. So I wouldn't trust him either if I, I was in his I, situation. I, I get that side, but I also kind of feel like maybe just like Pan said, uh, your your father would have helped protect you. If you if you kept him around, yeah. But I mean, so, that's also part of Pan's plan yeah. was to plant these little seeds in which their heads, so good which at. you know, because yeah. Peter Pan plays games Ugh. and he's always and it's a he mental game. Mental games. He loves yeah. those games. So as soon as he plants even a seed of doubt within you, then you start fighting within yourselves. It and sprouts into a beanstalk of a doubt. Wow, good one, Kathy. <laughs> No, 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 that works. That didn't work. Um, I was trying to <laughs> reference stuff from last season since we did <laughs> get <laughs> a squid ink reference. Yes. Um, and squid ink is something that we saw. See, I did a good segue there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, so we saw squid ink last season in Rumpel's jail cell. He wrote Emma on paper several times, and this is how... Um, they ended up escaping the jail cell later on. We know that it has magical properties. And tonight, uh, they ended up spearing a squid to get the squid ink because this ink can uh, immobilize magical creatures, including Pan. And as we learn later in the episode, Rumple as well. Yeah, that was a ballsy move. Mm-hmm. That, but- was, that was kind of cool because when we were first introduced to squid ink, Rumple says the line that, like... Uh, the only way it's it's impossible to get it. I'm I'm one of the only people who knows how to do it. But then Bay in tonight's episode knows how to get it. So what else does Bay know? Well, I think Bay Bay lured the Neil. squid. Neil, ink. Neil slash I mean, Bay. he lured a squid, but then his father was the only one that could actually yeah. get it out. He must have been. I'm thinking that he was on the island for a while. He was all over the place. He was on the island for at least. A long time. Several decades I mean, or something. Like he, he knows his way around. He clearly has a crap ton of knowledge. He knows how to navigate a ship. He hooked he hooked up with Hook. He hung out with Hook, you know. <laughs> no, Hook hooks up with other people. Oh, not in that way. And Neil did teach the Lost Boys how to yeah. tie knots. He must have been a very, yeah. very important person to Pan. He might have been a secondhand man. I mean, Probably. he must have been the Felix. I mean, he time. did say that. The way he got off the island was with the deal he made with Pan that he's not sure that Pan's ready to make again. Mm-hmm. So what was that deal? That maybe maybe they something to do to with his off? father. No, I don't know. Just so many things. Maybe what he said you have to reproduce a son, and that son will be the truest believer. No, no, Hook said <laughs> oh. this. Hook said oh, okay. this, not Neil. Okay, yeah, yeah Hook yeah. made a deal with Pan. Okay, um, so yeah, just getting back into Neverland and all these things going on. Um, Felix tells Pan that Neil and Rumpel have been reunited. And I thought that Pan was going to come up with a plan where when Neil and Rumpel came, he would be two steps ahead of them. But he was not. Ends up getting squid ink all over him because he catches the arrow. Bay knows him way too well, or Neil knows him way too well. Coated the handle of the arrow instead of the tip. 
Which is something I thought of because the first time when Henry tried to shoot him, we see that he catches mm-hmm. it. So I was like, I mean, even if you were to shoot him, he's going to catch it. Yeah. Fast so, reflexes. Yeah. That was I thought smart. maybe if he was distracted at the time, like if uh, Pan didn't see that Neil was coming and he just saw Rumple, that maybe they could get the arrow. But... I mean, if he had gone from, if he had come up from behind yeah. him, that's where I thought he was coming. I have never felt Pan so evil more than in this episode. This is the episode for me where I felt, okay, he's he's completely dark. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this whole situation where uh, Neil and Rumpel end up taking Henry, they, you know, use this sleeping curse on the Lost Boys and ends up, Henry is included in that. Uh, and then the whole situation where Neil leaves Rumpel behind and Pan ends up capturing them, taking Henry back, and telling Henry oh, that his father is probably, or I guess Henry said, I think my dad's dead, and then just convincing Henry that he is. That was so unloved. twisted. Terrible. He is sadistic almost. Oh, yeah. Yes, Cold-blooded like, SLB. Yeah. He is, because, mm-hmm. I mean, Henry couldn't hear that Piper before, and then... You know, he basically... He still tricked. had hope. Yeah, he still yep. had hope. And then I Pan think, basically used that yeah. to... His advantage. Manipulate him Tru- into... Trust and hope were the two themes of tonight's episode. Like, Pan had the ability to, like, taint um, Henry's belief. And he is the strongest believer. And he did that to the strongest believer. So, I mean, he is someone not to mess with. And he did it because he believes in his cause, I guess. You know, that Henry's supposed to save magic. See, even then, I don't even know he's telling Henry the whole story, if he's telling him the truth, because he's so twisted and just, just, I don't know. I just don't understand what saving magic means here, because, I mean, we haven't seen Peter Pan fly, except for with Henry, when Henry was holding him. How we much pixie seen, dust does he have? Yeah, we don't see Tinkerbell with any powers we here. Don't like, there's see no much magic. There's no, no magic. Not much. They have Dream Shade, and that's it. Because he says that that's the whole reason why Henry. Yeah. So I magic. mean, what did Peter do to lose magic in Neverland? Or just yeah, and the fact that Rumple is scared of him—that that's his rival. He wasn't even scared of Regina yeah. back in Storybrooke. I mean, this I, I keep harping on it, but Peter Pan is someone not to be. I don't know. He's scary. Whoever has the power, and Peter definitely has Mm -hmm. the upper hand in this entire situation. Um, So, yeah, we're left with Henry hears the pipe, and it seems like all hope is now lost. He also can't dance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean... (laughs) You know, when you're on set, they're like, dance around. They're probably not playing any no, music. No, his heart. It must have been And it's got to be awkward to dance around a fire. Yeah. I mean. I don't often do that. With a bunch you of do, You got to let me know because, you I, because, I, because, I, because I'm not a witch. It's the way you dance. There's no music right now. Not right there like that. Oh, okay. That was pretty good. It's not, it's not the opposite but of that's twerking. That's like completely, that's like shoulder twerking. <laughs> Wow. Okay. (laughs) So I think that wraps up tonight's episode. No more dancing for us because we know that it's not appreciated by all. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) let's move on to our lovely news and gossip for tonight. 
Presented by Tiana Hobson. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kathy Kelly. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to start off by giving a shout out to one of our Twitter fans who sent us, who tweeted us a link to Entertainment Weekly's exclusive photos. Spoiler of this what we saw. A, well, spoiler I guess alert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. in the spoiler preview coming up of Emma and Hook kissing and hooking up, hooking Boom. up. And that fan Why? was Ashley Mark. Yay. I'm sorry, I totally butchered your last name. Ashley M. Yeah, you're Ashley cool. M. Thank you're you, awesome. Ashley. Thank you um, for sending us that, even though some of us didn't like what we saw. I didn't. Um, <laughs> it was still fun to see. Um, in was. kind of WTF news, Marilyn Manson yeah. is going to be joining the cast of what? Once Upon a Time. In the upcoming How episode. fitting that uh, Rose, McGowan. Rose McGowan was on yeah, there, too. I, I, wonder, right? I love it. Maybe some other hooking up. Might happen again. <laughs> History, hmm. um, but he will be voicing the shadow. Voicing, oh, yes. shadow, shadow, yeah. That's so dark, right there. Um, and it's described as a character whose voice will give life to the very essence of Neverland. And Eddie and Adam um, said that they've always been huge fans of Marilyn Manson, and they wanted to cast someone with the vocal ability to make our skin. Role. You said oh. you wrote make out. I know I did write make awesome. out. I don't know where that <laughs> make from. out. Um, I'm gonna Freudian slip. Yeah, <laughs> she wants to make out with Marilyn Manson, guys. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say a couple things about that. One, do we know whether it is Peter Pan Shadow or Rumple Shadow? We do not know. It just okay. says voicing Shadow. Okay, yeah. well that's something to think about. Yeah. Do, yeah. Will we? Do we know if we're gonna actually see him in person, or is he just doing there for voice work? From what I understand, it's just, just voice work. work. Okay. That's um, that would be pretty it would be kind of scared to see yeah, that person. Yeah, heck yeah. But yeah. I, I just kind of want the shadow to have the same uh, inflection in his voice as like the smoke monster. It's just like. Well, we'll find out. No, that's not gonna happen. He's gonna have a voice. He's gonna say words. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's Marilyn Manson. He does say words. Yeah. Um, and then they also describe this version of Shadow is more interested in kidnapping and soul stealing mm. which was soul a stealing. soul stealing was what kind of kind of like me those what uh, if it's what if it's Gregory Men- or yeah, Gregory Greg Shadow, Shadow. <sighs> but it was there soul are three stealing. shadows out there yeah it was yeah. like the soul there stealing that shadows, kind of yeah. registered in my head like what I haven't really heard souls being stolen I heard like your shadow but anyways yeah um, also in other news British actor Stephen Lord from EastEnders or Shameless has been cast as Rumpelstiltskin's father. Yay! So we will be meeting um, Mr. Gold Rumpel's, I don't know his name. I don't know Rumpel's senior. He will appear via flashback in at least one episode that's going to air November 17th. Episode eight, which wow. is Think Lovely Thoughts. Which I you like. Told you I'm really excited about that because I love Rumple backstory, so I'm excited to get. Yeah, to see so it'll be on. interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Will we see a father? young Rumple then? Perhaps, or maybe a super old dad. Yeah, maybe. So, and then the last thing is they released another episode title. Episode nine is Save Henry. Aww, yeah, the that's the motto of our. Yeah. yeah. Nine Hashtag episode. Save Henry. Save Henry. So. There is your news and gossip for the week, presented by Tiana Hobson. Always Thank you the best. so much, Tiana. <laughs> Take a bow. Thank you. <laughs> so let's move on to our predictions for the week. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. 
I'm predicting that Rumple is going to come back and have his one selfless act that is to sacrifice himself for Henry, and in that sacrifice, it will actually save his own life. Ooh. It, so he, he won't die. I think so that he, he might, might lose his yeah. powers, but he will still live. He will try to kill, or not try to kill himself, but he will, you know. Sacrifice himself. Step yeah, line of fire. And then his selfless act, I'm going straight Harry Potter route here. <laughs> Your selfless act actually ends up saving you as a person, yeah. too. Yeah, you know, I, I've been talking about how sad I am that I think that this might be the end for Rumpel, and hopefully it's not the end of his life. So I would love to hop on that prediction train with you, and maybe uh, he's going to die, and then Neil's love, and it gives him that redemption. Who knows? I think that Neil is obviously going to meet up with Team Save Henry, Mm -hmm. and he seems like the only one who knows how to get off the freaking island. So he'll help devise a plan to save Henry get off. Never and mind. even though That's Peter kind of so. planted a seed in his head of, did he really <clears throat> escape the island, or did Peter let him go? Mm. I do think that this is a crazy prediction, but I do think that Neil might turn up the worst timing possible, perhaps, when well, Emma or Hook are kissing, <gasps> or something, or having a conversation <laughs> about that kiss. I it, heard defense, gonna, like, I thought you were something. dead, is like mm-hmm. the new we were on a break. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that would never be okay with me. I thought <laughs> you were dead. I, yeah. I, no. I, I get that excuse. But I predict I will be very, very, very jealous of Jennifer Morris in next episode and all that lip block time with. Oh, John Hume. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nah, I'm all right with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really, because I don't want them to get together, but... Anyways, no. I think that wraps up our <laughs> after show for this evening. Thank you so much for tuning in, and where can people find you guys? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. You can find me at K-A-O-R-I-L-U-S, Kaorius. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can find all of us here at AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. So until next week, uh, keep the comments coming. Please. Thank you, Dylan Schmidt. And thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan Schmidt. Dylan Schmidt. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.